Welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It is day 14 of Natsubasho. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave in Melbourne, Australia to talk all about it. And uh, it's an exciting day because, as is sometimes the case, the U Show can be decided today, depending on the outcome of the Terunofuji Kiribayama bout. Yes, which we'll get to right at the end. It's the final bout of the day, but so much sumo. So much sumo. Before then. Let's jump straight into it. The first bout you're going to tell us about, Hokuseiho v Oho. And I've got to say, it was weird seeing Hokuseiho fight second. Yeah, he's been fighting up for quite a while now. Not had much success in his uh, more recent bouts. So today he's fighting back down against Oho. And this was an absolute masterclass in how to deal with Hokuseiho. Oho was brilliant today, showed fantastic form. He kept Hokuseiho off his belt, first of all. So he pushed him away. He came at him at an angle and didn't let him grab the belt. But as those long arms often do, Hokuseiho did snake them in um, and get the hold that he wanted to. But every time he tried to throw Oho, Oho linked his leg around Hokuseiho's, which meant that Hokuseiho would trip if he moved. And he eventually did have to move and he did trip and Oho snagged the win that way. This was brilliant. You could see Oho using this plan of get the leg in in amongst Hokuseiho's leg. As you said, it was creating this block for Hokuseiho that he couldn't do what he needed to do. So I think it was th- the third time it was successful and actually tripped. But I wouldn't say the first two were unsuccessful. They were very successful in a defensive manner. Mm. It was just the third one was the, the one that destabilised uh, Hokuseiho. This is four losses in a row now mm. for Hokuseiho. And the last two days have been Sodagake losses. So Yeah, the leg trip. Outside the leg, leg trip. Uh, so I think the first one from memory was Wakamoto Haru's Uchari. And then there was an uh, Okuri Dashi yesterday. His opponent was... Uh, uh, I can look it up. So yesterday, Kiribayama. Yeah, did the Sodogake, but the day before that. Oh, Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so very, very interesting stuff here. As we see, I think, the crowd sourcing of the um, solving that problem of how do you beat Hokuseiho. Well, here. for me, it was just interesting that it was Oho, like Wakamoto Haru. Okay, fair enough. Sekiwake in supreme form, Hoshoryu, also quite tricksy, can yeah. find ways to win. Kiribayama, so the three Sekiwake. But today, Magashira, 16. Oho, he, if he's figured you out, well, you know, you're in trouble. That's that's interesting you say that. I mean, Oho got off to a terrible start. He was one and uh, three after the first four days. But since day, since losing on day four, he's only dropped one. Yeah, he's 10-4 now. 10-4. He's won his last six. Uh, he's won nine of his last ten. So, Oho, we might have undersold a little bit at Maegashira at, at 16, but today we see quality sumo, yep. smart sumo to beat Hokuseiho. Really impressive today. Uh, Chiyoshoma prevailed against <laughs> Abi in a... Oh, no, not Abi. Ryuden. Ryuden. Yeah. AKA the dude. This was classic belt battle. 
Belt fans around the world would have loved this bout. <laughs> they were both attempting throws. They were rearranging grips, uh, giving and taking ground. But it was Chia Shorma who eventually found an advantage and he drove the dude down. Kachikoshi for Chia Shorma. Yeah, very cool. Yorikiri win here. He's got a few cool wins along the way, Chia Shorma. Two hankers we've seen. Uh, one was yesterday with that Hikake in the end win and the Yorikiri loss on day three against Miyogiryu. But, yeah, he's got some other good wins. A Sodagake win against Tamawashi on day nine. He beat on Nosho. So really good to see Chiyoshima change, change his sumo up every day and, and we saw some good moves from him. Ryudan, though, five and nine. Onosho came up against Daishoho and snagged an easy Tukyotoshi win here for his Kachikoshi. Congratulations, Onosho. Uh, his opponent, though, Daishoho, five and nine. Oh. oh. Now, Kotoweko and Hirida Umi both coming into this uh, clash at seven and six. For the winner, Kachikoshi, that winning record. For the loser, they go into day 15 on seven and seven. <laughs> The none ashore, none a high nightmare or dream, depending on how it goes. Yeah, maybe some people like that on day. No, well, 15. we like it. We like it. I don't think a ricochet would like it. Uh, Hirodumi here dominated the pace of this bout, drove Kotoweko back towards the bales and over. This was pretty simple sumo for Hirodumi. Just looked too good. He did here. This was a battle of the hearts. I didn't want either of these guys to go in <laughs> on seven and seven. I mean, it is very exciting. And that it turns out to be Kotoeko is not a particular surprise. He's done it to us so many times. I really want to go back and look how many, he, but that that's going to be hard for me to see with my poor, tired, late-night eyes. <laughs> he, uh, he loves to keep fans hanging. So now we're going into day 15. We don't know whether we're going to play the theme song. Mm. It's ready. Well, it's always ready. Let's have a look. It's always sitting there. November 2022. He went into the last day seven and seven. Yep. He lost. January 2023, the next basho. He went into the last day seven, seven, and he lost. This March 2023. He went into the final day seven and seven. Oh, no, he did not go. No, he got his kachikoshi on day 13. Nice. Nice. Uh, and tomorrow he goes in on seven and seven. So that's three out, three out of the last yeah, four. Yeah, three out of the last four. Kotoweko, why do you do this to us? <laughs> uh, we'll have to look uh, a bit later who he's got tomorrow because that will uh, strongly play into it. But Hirodumi, like, absolutely congratulations. Congratulations. Yep. He has fought uh, fairly well <laughs> um, overall at his rank of Magashira 9. Yep. So uh, Kotoeko has actually never beaten him. Oh, really? In okay. five tries. So, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow for Kotoeko. Kotoshoho, though, he was back today. And the reason that we noticed, I hadn't seen it during the day. It's not like... I guess many people were announcing Kotoshoho's return. <laughs> um, or maybe they were. I just didn't see it. But we noticed because the first bout of Makuchi had a Jurio visitor. And so it felt like everything was out by one. I went to look it up. And sure enough, Kotoshoho, <laughs> here he is, coming back in at one and nine and three days off. And he beat Takara Fuji. So now he's two wins, nine losses and three days off. He looked pretty motivated today. 
Well, I mean, it was this was over very quickly. You wouldn't have guessed that he'd been off for a few days before this. He looked like he was moving freely, sumo flowing through his body with ease. Great win for Kotashohor and great to have him back. Uh, next up, we had Tobizaru versus Mitakumi. Tobizaru, I, I saw some very meat and potatoes sumo from Tobizaru today, and I've got to say I didn't mind it at all. He got straight on the belt of Mitakumi out of the touchy eye. Very early on went for a, I would call this an ambitious throw, yeah. to try to just throw Mitakumi down out of nowhere. Mitakumi, of course, with those uh, short feet, he survived it. But Tobizaru was determined here. He continued to pour on the pressure and use that belt grip to move Mitakumi. And then give a little bumpity with the stomach. Yeah, yeah. you said meat and potato sumo, and it actually was uh, right up until that point for anyone else and from that point for anyone else, the bigger guys. But for Tobizaru, that moment was actually quite different. He doesn't do bumpity very often, but he actually just did exactly that. He was pushing with his stomach and he was jumping on the ground. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the sumo today. So for Tobizaru, he now goes into the final day of this basho on seven and seven. He's been on the road to Kachikoshi since day 12, where he lost to Ura. So two wins on day 13 and 14 have kept him in the race to get his winning record. Uh, tomorrow, uh, well, I can see it right here, so I'm going to tell you now. He faces up against Tamawashi. But maybe we'll talk about that later because I don't want to spoil it. Takiyasu is the next bout I'm going to talk about versus Nishiki Fuji because it's absolutely impossible not to mention a Takiyasu bout. He came out today looking super genki, actually. After yesterday, we thought he was Whoa. injured again. We thought the thigh injury had come back. Well, there were two things. The way he... He conceded before the bout was over yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and then that troubling footage of him struggling to step down from the doyo. I was surprised to see him here today. Yep, but he was thrusting, he was shoving. Nishikifuji was out. So that is two wins, three losses and nine days off for Takayasu. And for Nishikifuji, three and 11. Now this means that Takayasu now is on an honorary 7-7. <laughs> this is so the, complicated. <laughs> the neat neat. Nishol Nihai. Talk us through how he can possibly be an honorary 7-7 Nanashol Nanahai. Well, because after he's come, he got the loss on the first day. And so when you... Well, it was it a Fusensho loss. That's right. Fusenhai. Don't know if it works like Fusenpai. that. Fusenpai. Fusenpai, yeah. Yep. Um, and... So because that was the day that he went out, mm. we're only counting from the day he came back. Yep. Since he came back, he's gone uh, two wins, two losses. Yes. And so he's actually 7-7 seven, because seven, yeah. he's actually 2-2. Two, two. So he can get his honorary sumo manichi kachikoshi. kachikoshi. If he wins tomorrow on day 15, he'll be 3-2 and two, and the fusen and the nine days off. Okay. How about that? That's I, well, mental gymnastics. Yeah, certainly lots of pins in the board with red string tying them together there. But I think we can get Takiyasu mentally to a kachikoshi there. It's going to happen. Uh, another one I'd like to talk to uh, talk about before we get to Sanyaku, Abi versus Nishikigi. Uh, yes. Both of these rikishi coming in at seven and six for the winner. Again, that kachikoshi for the loser, the seven, seven on day 15. Abi, I have to say to his credit today, 
didn't hanker, didn't move to the side. He did not. Delivered a series of, I would say, brutal thrusts that landed on the uh, throat and lower chin region of Nishikigi. But Nishikigi, he brushed these attacks off and then just swatted Abi out of position and then just thrust him down, crushing him to the dirt. Nishikigi. Loved it. Loved it. Nishikigi. Kachikoshi, congratulations, sir. Yes, and a very small pump of the body for him. He was pleased well, with Well, you know what? I think he really, really should enjoy this. Seven wins in a row to get himself there. So he, impressive. I mean, I feel like we've, we've spoken about this over the last few days, but this second week is something else. Yeah, yeah. It's gone, it's gone very impressively for many people. Nishikigi is one of them. We would like to suggest a special prize yeah. oh. for him and probably the Fighting Spirit Prize. I'm sorry, not suggest. We demand yeah. a Fighting Spirit Prize. Is Fighting Spirit the one that you would like for yes. him? Yeah, I think Fighting Spirit's I mean, the, the right one. You could go standing performance. He's <laughs> only catching. He's well, only eight. Why not both? Dot yeah. JPEG. Yeah, all three. No, I think Fighting Spirit makes sense for him, um, <laughs> yep. for sure. So you heard it here first. <laughs> the first of the special prizes has been announced. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be refreshing the app tomorrow for that one. RB seven and seven Nana Show Nana High. He is also a bit of a uh, seven seven merchant. I reckon yeah, we've seen that many times for Arby as well. It feels like it in my memory. So the Sanyaku and the first bout of this was this. This Sanyaku. This Sanyaku sumo. business. <laughs> Sanyaku time <laughs> is Ura versus Kodnawaka. There was a great start from Kodnawaka, pushed Ura back, but he didn't go out and then they got all tangled up. Ura was on a very Ura-esque angle with his arms kind of up around the bigger Kodnawaka. He was all twisted around at the waist and Kodnawaka was, his arms were kind of in a weird spot. And it looked like a bit of a classic Ura move where he wanted to get up and under and do the flip. Well, yeah, I thought he was positioning so positioning himself for another weird technique here. Uh I mean, that's a very ambitious thing to try against Kodnawaka. You know, since I've confronted uh, the truth that my problem with Ura is actually myself, I quite enjoyed what Ura did today. Yeah. I thought... <laughs> You've done you know, what I've, I've done for sure, though, just to relax. Uh, well, it's, quite it's a little... Yeah, I think it's different. I, I think I've just let go of what I've been thinking about Ura and just looked at it mm-hmm. at the sumo and just tried to go, what is this? And what I saw was he put himself in a position that made Kodnawaka confused almost as to what to do. As you said, Kodnawaka's arms were in strange positions and this is like, it's a legitimate uh, way to keep yourself in this bout. And yeah. I thought, you know, I mean, my, my question and uh, is that what does Ura do from here? Yeah, well, the one thing I really like about Ura is that he also doesn't wait very long before trying something. So he's not a guy who'll go in low and then just sit there and wait for his opponent to do something. So what he did was he tugged hard forwards. It was was pretty much a pull. Konowaka staggers forward. Ura jumps backwards, Mm. backwards so that Konowaka falls. And then it looked like, it looked to me... Ura had to jump out and up so that he didn't go out um, and Kodnawaka fell. So it looked to me like Kodnawaka fell first, 
the Gyoji called it for Kodunawaka. Well, it was clear that Kodunawaka hit the ground first. And Monoi, everybody got up, had yeah. a little chat. Yep. And they actually reversed the decision. And I think that was because Ura had jumped like all the way out. He hadn't landed yet, no. but his whole body was on the yeah. other side of the Tawara. What, what did you think of this call? Well, well, is it is this sumo? Well, I think it's, I think it's clever to jump up so that you don't go out. But I guess there's a part of that that has to stay in the region of inside the the doyo, I guess, inside the the ring. It's quite late here in Melbourne, Australia. We're doing this. Uh, we're doing this podcast at about 11.30 at night. And so what that means is that I can't check Twitter. Oh, uh, beforehand. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm during the afternoon. Through, I can't I, see. Um, I'm sure there's something. But I can tell you what, what's probably gone on online. Yeah. So we've got the, the Ura gang. Yep. Who are absolutely livid with this decision. They hate the reversal. Yep. Then we've got Dead Man Rule Gang, <laughs> yeah. who are like, oh, Dead Man Rule. I know how it works. I know how it works. <laughs> I understand it. I know you're lying, guys. I know you're lying. You don't have to pretend anymore. It's, cool. it's okay. It's this fine. is a safe space here. No one gets it. We don't know. You don't know. They make it up. Nobody knows. Sometimes they call it. Yep. Sometimes they're on an angle. Sometimes the 20 tellies show don't show it and they just have to have a guess and they're just like, well, who do I like in this bout? Yeah. I'm sure that's gone on. I'm sure that's gone I'm on. I'm scrolling, and I'll, ha- I'll have a look I should have, have scroll, scrolled before, but I, um, I haven't. But in a few hundred years, sumo historians will tell you that uh, the decision was overturned for reasons unknown. To them, because I can't, I imagine in three or four hundred years, no one will still understand the dead man rule. Uh, and that both of these rikishi go into day 15 on seven and seven. Could AI understand the dead man rule? I want to ask chat GPT to explain it. <laughs> uh, great. Great question. Uh, next bout. <coughs> Shorai versus Asunyama. Uh, Shorai coming into this bout on six and seven. Mm. At Komasubi. So fighting for his place in Sanyaku. Asunyama charged Shodai here out of the touchy eye, forced him back. Shodai here looked for a way out, slipped along the Tawara. As Asunyama came towards him, he leant back, and I'm thinking, are we going to see another. You know mm. what I'm thinking? Mm. Uchari. Uchari. But- well, it's more the Tokushoryu special here that. Flip to the oh, side yeah. and dump him down. Shodai does it a lot as well. Yeah, but Asunyama didn't really give Shodai a lot of space to move here. And no. predictably, uh, an Asunyama win, taking Asunyama to 11 and 3. But unfortunately, handing Shodai his Makakoshi 6 and 8, Shodai will leave Sanyaku uh, in July. Damn. I felt this one. Damn. Could have had a little look at it. On well, the TVs. We saw it on the replay. You got another look at it. Yeah, I and I think it was close. I think it was really, really close. Mm. If you have seen the replay and think that they should have called that a minor week, let support? us know. <laughs> Where's my support on this one? It was worth a look and I'm standing by it. Okay. 
But the history books, it's the Makakoshi. Daisho came up next against Meisei, one of my favourite matchups. I love watching these. I two tell fight. you what, I know it's there's something very, very special about seeing these two in good form stand up, look each other in the eye, and do sumo. I feel like the bouts must have been better than the uh, results show because they're actually 13-3. Daisho's way. Daisho. Yeah, well. yeah. Whereas I would have said it was way more equal. Yes. So I think that maybe the, the bouts have been really good or something in my memory or maybe I just like both of them and like when I see them both step up. But today, Macy had the upper hand at the start, but he got to a point where he was he could have been able to push uh, Daisho with one more push out, but it didn't work. The timing wasn't there. He was off balance. Um, and then Daisho was uh, able to come back with force and push Mace over on his butt. So Mace down on the ground goes to eight and six and Daisho nine five. Daisho's sumo looks so good when under pressure. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, love seeing Daisho respond quickly like this. Uh, he's had a great basho so far. Continues today. 14-3 it is now. 14-3 continues that domination. So Daisho going into the final day, 9-5, and five, may say 8-6. and six. Uh, As we head towards the end of Sanyaku, Tsurugisho up next against Hoshoryu, both coming into this... Nine and four. Different ends of the banzuke, mm. <laughs> but meeting together with this in common as friends. The crowd were thrilled. They burst into applause because these two just stood at the white line and stared each other in the, in the eye. What did you think of this? I, I quite liked it. I mean, Tsurugisha tried it um, yesterday, yesterday as well. Just staring down Wakamoto Haru. He's not afraid. Oh, look. He's a big fella. There's a lot of reasons why Tsurugisho should not do this. <laughs> he should know his place as a lower Magashira Rikishi coming up against uh, his colleagues who are in Sanyaku, should be respected. But he plants his feet and he looks his opponent in the eye and he says, what are you going to do today? Yeah. How are you going to move this mountain? Look at my body. Yeah. Don't look at my body. Look in my eyes. Yeah. My eyes are up here. <laughs> but also, if you do look down, how are you going to move that? Okay. That's right. Do you love this footwork? <laughs> do you love this setup I got here? Yeah. Well, I'm going to beat you. Are you surprised I'm here? Well, what am I doing up here? Yeah. It's not my fault I'm so good. What are you doing? Fighting a Maegashira whatever. What is he? <laughs> it's like Maegashira 9? He is uh, my 15. 15. Yeah, yeah. How sure are you? Yeah. What's Rikishi. happening in your life? Yeah, what's going you? on in your life that you're fighting me? How embarrassing for you. Yeah, this is not a good look. <laughs> the crowd's clapping me, mate. No, I mean, this is beautiful sumo pageantry. It was good. I loved it. So, yeah, after that oh, huge... Oh, should I? Maybe yeah. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> you can. I mean, I was just, I was just thinking about the, oh, no, the majesty. I went. You were off in your mind. Off. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I better talk about. I that. was just sitting here staring at you, going, <laughs> "Are you going to make me do this podcast?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, out of the touchy eye, big old body grabs between these two, but it's Hoshoryu who was able to destabilize Tsurugisho and roll him slowly oh, and yeah, gently to the nice, ground. Nice it wasn't. Roll. He, it wasn't that Hoshoryu threw Tsurugisho down. He 
let go of Tsurugisho at the right point. Let Mother Nature and gravity take Tsurugisho gently down. I loved this. It was a graceful finish to an intense bout. It was. It was like he was waiting for it. He accepted it. He took him down the beltless arm throw, taking Hoshori to double figures. Very yes, important. Very important. For him at this time, which means that uh, his record now for the last few. So 10 5, 10 4. 8 7. We discount that. 10 5, 10 4. Set him, setting himself up for next time. Uh, and yeah. Ozeki ran for sure. So really important uh, for Hoshori to get this win against it sure Tsurugisho is. Yeah, well, today. Weird sentence to hear you say, but I agree. <laughs> Tsurugisho finished on nine, or finished, there's one finished. more day left. Finished today on nine and five. You he- heard it here first. Tsurugisho will lose tomorrow. <laughs> I have, I've been emailing him and he said he's sick of it and he's not going to stare and he's not going to win. He's sick of it. Takakesho, I wasn't sure that he was going to show up today after his uh, Kachikoshi yesterday, and I do not mean because of the stepping aside. I mean because he's injured and maybe he felt like the Kachikoshi was enough. Oh, because we have seen him do that before. Yeah. Yeah. Get the eight wins, go, I'll see you next time. Yep. Uh, but he stepped up against Wakamoto Haru, and it was like they had big beef, or at least <laughs> oh, Takakesho... <laughs> Felt like they had, it was like Wakamoto Haru had stolen his wife or cheated him out of money or something because he was winding up at Wakamoto Haru's face. There was one whiffed slap to begin with. There were three more huge ones. There was one that connected with Wakamoto Haru's right ear so hard that he was touching it afterwards and doing that thing where you're like, oh, why is my ear like that? Like, is it wet? Yeah. Because the thing when if your ear bleeds, you want to see blood and not clear liquid. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it's perforated eardrum, right? But you would know. No, I I thought it was like, like brain fluid. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yuck. Anyway. Well, I don't know how I know this. (laughs) Hopefully there was neither blood nor brain fluid, but Takakesho just was... Whacking him. We we looked at the replay to see because one of the things you see in sumo is that once someone hits someone in the face, mm. it, it feels customary for the other person to hit that person yeah. back in the face. Yeah, they often do. So you you look to see has something annoyed the first person to go? Well, you need a slap in the face. Yeah. So did Wakamoto Haru yeah. come out with a slap or, or did an he elbow do, yeah, or something? Did he step to the side or something? Like, what's he done? I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Did mm. you do a your mum joke earlier yeah, or something? Yeah, he might like, have. What, what happened? But Wakamoto Haru is so stable, so careful, and by now I think quite a bit mad himself. Didn't respond with any slaps or anything. I noticed this. Just he did responded not. with... Yeah. Really, really good sumo and took Takakesho out. I do think there was a little bit of an extra yes. push down. Yes. And I do not begrudge Wakamoto Haru that. Yeah. And some brilliant footage captured by uh, NHK, the close-up on Wakamoto Haru's face after he took Takakesho out. A little bit of a nod. Mm. A little bit of... A little bit of a face set. Yeah. His face was just a bit like... Mm. I mean, he's a very stoic ricochet. Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. He didn't show a lot, but I thought I saw a glimpse of get off my doyo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, this it's not a changing of the guard at all. It's No. A it's a real 
flat out battle for dominance up here. So what does this say about Tucker Keisho's mindset, do you think? I mean, obviously we, we don't know. And we know that the mind, well, actually, we know that the mind wasn't there. What does it say about his body, body set? set? <laughs> <laughs> We've invented a new sport mm. term. Um, so the, something, I, something was annoying the body? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's trying to come out every day with something um, surprising. That was my only thought, really, that, you know, to get a win at the moment because he can't do his own sumo, you know, he needs to come up with something yes. to distract or something yeah, to yeah. surprise. But I, I really don't know. I was a bit shocked. I actually liked this bout way less than yesterday. I had no problem with yesterday. Today was a bit like, that's a bit unpleasant. Well, yeah, like I think if we look at the last two days... Uh, Takakesho is starting to set himself up as the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm right in that opinion, actually. Like, that's very, um, that's silly of me to say in a fighting sport. What's, you know, what's you're that? allowed to slap. That I don't like the. Oh, but I, but I think, I think there's something about a slap to the face in this particular sport. I like slaps in general. It was just today seemed. Forced mm. or, yeah, I, I just, anyway. and it was Wakamoto Hari, yes, exactly, so I'm, yeah. I'm very aware of my bias there. <laughs> okay, so Wakamoto Hari now moves to 10-4 with that win, 10-4, yeah, double, double digits. digits. Taka is chilling, retains his Ozeki status, he did that yesterday, he's 8-6. and six. Well, that brings us to the final bout of day 14, the big one, Terunofuji versus Kirabiyama. The Yusho on the line here. So Terunofuji wins this, he wins the Yusho. If Kirabiyama wins, they uh, have the same score, 12 wins going into the final day, and they fight other people <laughs> to decide who wins, yeah. which doesn't make sense. But I tell you, this was an absolute cracker. It was great. Of about, we saw Kirabiyama just show off that expertise he has of, it's almost like full body awareness, great positioning, Kept Terunofuji away from the, the kind of comfortable position he likes to be in. Terunofuji did find a belt grip on Kirabiyama, but here we saw Kirabiyama's belt very, very loose. Mm. Yeah, he only got the top layer. Yeah. Uh, how tight a ricochet ties their, their belt or has it tied for them is very much a deliberate decision. Yeah. So... Obviously today, because with a loose belt, it's harder for your opponent to get purchase. So that says to me, Kirabiyama might have been thinking that well, this one would be decided on the belt. Uh, it was a long lock up here. Kirabiyama trying to find an opening, but it was actually Terunofuji who reacted very quickly to a Kirabiyama initiation. And from here, Terunofuji continues to look good. Stable, powerful, uh, in red hot form, he took Kirabiyama over the Tawara. Yes, he did. Thus, achieving a Yusho on his return to uh, the sport after three Basho off. It's really, really oh, I mean, impressive. This is, this is amazing. Yeah. And congratulations, Terunofuji. This is, it's just been a masterclass over the uh, past 14 days. A bit of a slow start, I think you'd agree. We didn't see a lot of sumo from him uh, 
in the first three or four days. Well, he wasn't made to do it. Exactly. He, he probably could have, but yep. he didn't need to. And so, yeah, it was, I guess everyone was a bit like, oh, can he? How are... It was, it was fun in terms of the narrative because, you know, nobody really knew how good he was and he had to prove that over the rest of the time, which he absolutely did. And as his opponents got better, his sumo got better. And, I mean, this was a, just such a great bout. There can be no question after this of Terunofuji's dominance uh, in May yep. this year. He's probably the type of guy who's really focusing now on that one blip, that one loss to Maysay and how he can eliminate it next time around. And everyone's like, it was fine, it was great, you've got the Yusho. And he's like, oh, the one loss. So this is uh, Terunofuji's eighth Yusho. Can you believe? Yeah. <laughs> can you believe? Eight. I can believe it yep. because I know it's to be true. I can see uh, it written down. We, in, in terms of where those Yusho fell, uh, we have uh, the first Yusho happened in November 2019. Well, actually, no, that's his. <laughs> uh, that was a Makushta Yusho, so we, we shouldn't really count that. How far do we have to go back to see that first one? It's 2015. 2015. Yep, 2015, May 2015 from Sekiwake. Yep. Uh, and Future then... Yushos along yep. the way there. Then and that, then the second was after he came back. Yeah. So he had the one before. The second was uh, 2020, July, and then it uh, it went from there. Just unbelievable. What an honour to watch. Yeah. The only disappointment I had from was that it wasn't tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it It is fine for it to happen today. It's just as big, you know. Well, I feel in terms of... I think we got caught up a little bit with the programming with the, the tradition of sumo. So for Kiribayama to fight Terunofuji tomorrow probably would have meant that Terunofuji should have fought Takakesho today. Yeah. So having the, the lone Yokozuna fight the lone Ozeki on day 14 is yeah. probably a bit weird, but in terms of uh, how this Yusho plays out would have made sense. Yeah. Because we see that tomorrow Terunofuji has Takakesho. Yeah. But maybe if uh, he had a fought Takakesho today, he probably would have won. And then Kiribayama would have fought Hoshoryu. Yes. And yeah. maybe would have lost. They, were, they well, would be quite equal. And then he might have won anyway. So yeah. I, guess, I guess it was a very exciting. It was more exciting to have those two fight Absolutely. at some point. To decide the yes, you're right. The bash. I think I've come around to this being the best. I one, love it. Actually, I'm obsessed so, with this. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, and as we were saying um, before we hit record, having the U show decided on day 14, your initial thought is, ah, okay, so we don't get to see like a day 15 decision on who wins the U show. But the day 14 U show clears the decks for day 15. Yeah, it allows you to go a little bit deeper on some of the things, the smaller stories. Yes. Yeah. Mostly Nana Show, Nana High. <laughs> well, shall we take a look at the uh, Torakumi for day 15? Well, I'm just going to start at the bottom and see what catches my eye. Whoops, I've gone too far down. You probably don't want to know about Sundame tomorrow. Uh, let's have a look. My eye goes up. So, Kotoeko takes on Ryudin. Kotoeko okay. coming in on 7 and 7. Very even history between these two. It's 6-5 Ryudin's way, but this is going to be a hard win for Kotoeko, I would say, given... Well, Ryudin's 5-9, and nine, but I think his form is a lot better than that. Uh, Tobi Zaru takes on Tamawashi. 
in Both a Nana Shaw. Seven, seven. Nana High matchup. Great. Four and three Tobi Zaru's way, if you can believe that. We have Oho uh, fighting up against Midori Fuji. I don't know why I'm pointing that out. I just. It's a bit of it's a bit of a reward for Oho for isn't his it? ten and four so far. It sure it's is. Like come on up for a couple. Arby Arby takes on Ura in a seven-seven matchup. It's nice. four and two Arby's way, or that I think that could be bout of the day. Yeah, that'll be great. A lot of interest there. Kodnawaka takes on Meisei to see if Kodnawaka can get his Kachikoshi tomorrow. The final three bouts of the day, Daisho versus Wakamoto Haru, Kirabiyama versus Hoshoryu, and Terunofuji, Takakesho. So nothing on the line with those bouts, but I think uh, there's there will be pride on the line. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see if Daisho can get that 10th win because that would mean that all uh, four... Sekiwake got 10 or more. Uh, so Kirabiyama already 11, Hoshoryu 10, Wakamoto Haru 10. If Daisho gets 10 as well, that's something really, really impressive. Okay, so you're telling me that in a bout between Daisho and Wakamoto Haru, you're going to be going for Daisho. I'm not sure I would take it so far <laughs> as saying I'll go for him. <laughs> but but I you will can console be yourself if pleasantly. <laughs> disposed towards him winning if he does. Brilliant. Well, thank you for joining us uh, on Sumo Mainichi today, day 14. Congratulations, Yusho winner Terano Fuji. We'll be back tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll be doing our live commentary on YouTube of Jurio. Uh, so you can check us out on our YouTube channel, channel, channel mm. Sumo Mainichi. That's what they call it now. I call cool it a people. channel. Yeah. Just check out our channel, mate. Uh, and we'll be going live for Juro, so please join us if you can do that. Be a little you, bit earlier than normal, so thank you for reminding more me. people will be uh, awake. Uh, and then we'll be doing a wrap-up uh, podcast for the uh, top division. Yes. And everyone will be pleased to know that uh, Tim has now identified the <laughs> colour of T-shirt that he would like, so... I would like to ask for forgiveness for yelling at him on last night's podcast and everyone can calm down about that, <laughs> myself All right. included. Thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.